0: Hey there, it's me Denise Lee, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur podcast where we help improve your mindset and your money. And in today's episode, I'd like to talk with you about how you can end or transform depending on what you want as a desired outcome or relationship. If you're finding yourself frustrated or irritated about your interactions with a coworker or a colleague or friend or whoever, and you just know that there is a better way of communicating, listen to this episode, I've got some simple steps to help you attain clarity within yourself and help the other person understand your needs and feel super cool about it. At the same time, you're going to get all these tips coming to you after this short break. Hey there, and we're back. So glad that you're here with me. If this is your very first time listening, I'm so happy that you're here. Make sure that you smash the subscribe button or click. (laughs) That way, as soon as I drop an episode, wherever you're listening, you'll be able to listen to it immediately. And those of you guys who have been listening for multiple episodes, thank you so much. I couldn't do this without you. You guys give me the motivation and the inspiration and the encouragement to keep going. Make sure that you not only write me a review if you haven't had the chance to do so. Also share this podcast with someone else. That way we can grow this community and we can add more value to our conversations together. If you haven't done so already, learn more about me at deniseglee.com where you can read free articles, gather other useful information, and improve not just your mindset, but your money in all facets of life. All right, let's get into it. I have thought about for the longest time about relationships and we all know they're not easy. Somehow we as human beings, we make the simple very complicated. A misunderstanding turns into a fight and a fight turns into not speaking to people that we love and we care about. Or we find ourselves avoiding people or avoiding situations because it reminds us of things that have negatively impact us. And today I really want to dive in deeper about how we can change that for the better. If you have a person or you're in a situation where you you actually do generally care about this person, but this particular topic or issue, it always gets sticky and messy and one person gets frustrated and you just want to resolve it. I'm hoping that this will help you get some clarity and some insight about how to handle this next situation when it rise. Or perhaps you can reflect about what went a little sideways as you're communicating. But if you want to dive in a little bit more deeper about understanding yourself and relating on a clearer and compassionate level, I would encourage you to check out Amazing Attitude. Amazing Attitude is a 21-day program where you get to analyze yourself in a deeper level. I pop into your inbox and send you a link to listen to me talk about a specific subject. And that includes journaling prompts to help you understand yourself and hopefully eliminate confusion and chaos and gain more clarity in your life. I'll drop a link in the show notes below to access it. For our purposes of today, for today, I have eight steps that I'm sure to believe it's going to help you. If you have something to write with, I encourage you to give it now. And if journaling or writing is not an option, just go ahead and mentally reflect on what I have to say because regardless of whether or not you can record it, your thoughts now or perhaps a later time, at least give yourself the space and the freedom to not have distractions. So make sure that you turn the TV on mute or close down the browsers or something else because it's so easy. To think that we can multitask, but for stuff that matters of the heart and relating, I really would love it if you can have your undivided attention, if possible, okay? Now, I've got eight steps, and let's dive into it. First of all, if you're going to have a com- communication with someone about it, whether or not you want to end it or transform it to something different, when I mean transform it, perhaps instead of arguing about Aunt May, you could be talking about how you can relate better with your relatives in general. I'm just just throwing out just random examples. For a lot of us, we don't really wanna end something because I think in our society, we have this such a disposable mentality where, well, if it's not working for us and it doesn't make us feel good, and if it doesn't feel right, like cut it loose, but I want to let you know that there's a better way of doing things. We don't have to let things get to the point where we excommunicate everyone that offends us or irritates us and banish them for life. That makes for us to not be just fragmented with our community, but unfortunately, it fragments it from ourselves. It limits our our ability to have conflict resolution within ourselves and to be able to be sympathetic to the needs and concerns of others. Look. I wish we all could think the way we thought, right? I think for all of us, we thought, well, as long as they thought the same way that I thought and believed in the same politics I believe and blah, 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 then we wouldn't have these problems. Well, the reason why we have these conflicts is because we're expecting people to think, act, and behave the way we want to, and the world doesn't work that way. And the purpose of this conversation is for us to understand that the while the world may not be perfect, and while we're not perfect, we can at least strive to understand and be compassionate. So these suggestions are coming from a place of compassion, a place of love, a place of sincerity, okay? So that being said, the first step that I have for you is, number one, is be sure that both you and the other person is in a really good space mentally. I myself, my husband and I, we've made a, a pact that says that if one of us are in a fun, funky mindset, we're not gonna discuss anything serious about our son or our finances or our businesses or anything because it's pointless. Because if we're both thinking funky, anything that's gonna come out of our mouths is gonna be funky. And we both agree that if we're going to talk, we're gonna say, hey, are, are you not distracted? Or you're not angry or irritated. I always tell my clients, are you experiencing halt? Are you hungry, angry, lonely, or tired? If you're experiencing those kind of emotions, you do not have a conversation with someone about something serious, about either either changing something or ending something or transforming it into a different matter. So make sure that you check in with yourself first and then check in with the other person. You don't literally have to go down the line and say to them, are you hungry, angry, lonely, or tired? But you could say something along the lines of, hey, I'd like to talk with you next week and it's about this project and be very upfront and clear about what you're going to do. Eliminate the surprises, eliminate the suspense. I think a lot of the reasons why we have so much chaos and drama and problems in our lives is because we don't communicate. We need to learn to over communicate our wants, our needs, our desires, and our intentions. Be painfully specific. For example, if you want to talk with your client about changing the times that you speak and you don't know how to bring about that conversation because you feel as if You're very grateful for the money that they give you. You don't want to rock the boat. You don't want to lose them as a client, but you know that the schedule is no longer convenient for your overall business goals. You could say in an email something along the lines of, hi, Bob, I'd like to talk with you next Tuesday at 5 p.m., and this is about our hours. I know that it's been very good for you, but I also have some concerns that you may not be aware of. Would you like to, are you available to me to discuss these issues? You see how I gave the example where I was asking if it was good for them and acknowledging that I had an issue that needed to be discussed and be directly upfront. We need to get really upfront with people That's one way to decrease the anxiety within ourselves because so often we're running these scenarios in our mind about how we're uncomfortable, why we're uncomfortable, how it never seems to end. But the reality is we kind of amplify in our mind. So be clear about yourself mentally and check in with the other person and ask them whether or not it's okay for them to meet with you about the specific issue around this time frame. They may need to move their schedule around. We don't know, but the only way to find out is to ask, okay? Okay. Number two is let's assume that you schedule that meeting at 5 p.m. next week, Monday, and you're going to be discussing this changing the time frames of when you guys are going to meet. I believe that the best way to open up a conversation is from a point of gratitude, a point of sincerity. I personally like to start with what I like about them or what I liked about our relationship or what I like about what we have gained from this level of interaction. So often when we're wanting to change or end something, our minds just fixate on the negative and, because we wanna get out of it quickly, right? And that's why our brains are just only Psyching on the negative. We want to weasel, I wouldn't say weasel out, let me just stop it. We want to make some amendments to something that seems better <laughs> and brighter. But unfortunately, if we're only talking with someone from an energy of negativity, guess what happens when you talk to the other person? It's, it's like me going and talking to someone about, you know, I hate the store. It doesn't have good hours. I hate the The customer service, they're mean, the floors are dirty and they never have anything I want in stock. And what happens if you keep talking negative about someone? That negativity is infectious. And then soon they'll join the choir talking about everything that's negative. But what if you talked about, hey, I love the fact that I can always find X products or I can always see that this particular store associate's friendly. Imagine if we start off talking about how much we enjoy each other, how much we enjoy the experience, what we've learned from the experience. That sets up the conversation for our brains to be activated to think creatively, positively, and with an aura of compassion. Because I think for a lot of us, we have forgot that the other person has their own insecurities, their own fears, their own worries. And we don't want to dogpile pile More insecurity and more fears when we're really seeking again to come from a place of love, a place of positivity. Okay. Number three is I want you to be sincere sincere about how you have benefited. Because how often do we say that we've benefited, but we just talk about it from like a fluff thing? I want you to literally think mentally about how in specific tangible ways. Because from the first step, we talk about what we learned, but how you felt emotionally, you felt happy, you felt elated, you felt be, be specific, dial in into those emotions and make a real connection because people can really feel and pick up on that energy. If you're not being sincere about your emotions that you experience, other people will feel disconnected and, dis, and, and unengaged and it doesn't set up a good foundation for a conversation of remedy and resolution, okay? Now that brings us to number four, is we're gonna explain why we need something to change. And this is really critical, is the whole emphasis has to be on you. There should be no accusations and no blame here. I remember about um, a little while ago, I had to end a relationship with a client and it wasn't because I didn't love our interactions or saw the growth or she didn't appreciate the fact that she was growing. I knew that I couldn't provide what she was really seeking. And I knew that I was hurting my practice by trying to avoid or evade the subject that my client was not really interested in focusing on. And instead of saying, hey, you know, let's end this, I said, hey, these are my concerns. This is why it's a concern and there's no talk whatsoever of you're to blame or this is your fault and why can't you fail to see this? That comes from an energy of negativity. It comes from an energy of trying to force people to think and be what we're not. The whole point of growing in relationships with others is we always take full personal stock of who we are and what we want out of ourselves and all the interactions that we have our life. No longer are we gonna sit here and blame other people for the way they react to us. We're gonna have full inventory about why we need something to change and how they, how you believe that needs to be implemented, okay? Again, the emphasis on you, you, you alone. And that allows the space for the other person to also think creatively. So often than not, more often than not, we come to these snap conclusions thinking things and perhaps that the other person's thinking that as well that make, dang, this is also messed up. Perhaps I'm also feeling frustrated or this is not working well. And by focusing on the I, this is how I feel and makes people feel less guarded, and more free to talk about what they're experiencing. Okay. Now I'm going to take a short break. We're going to come back and then we're going to talk about the last of the four steps about resolving or transforming our relationship after this short break. Okay. Now let's dive into step number five is now that we've, laid the foundation of understanding ourselves and making sure we're in a good frame of mind, making sure that we start with positivity and not negativity and taking full ownership of how we feel about the situation or perhaps how we contributed to the situation, now it's time to ask for their input. This is where we move from a one-sided discussion to a collaborative effort. Haven't you experienced some time when you've gone to a doctor's office and instead of the doctor saying, hey, I see that you have a condition, uh, take these pills and see me next week. Imagine if you sat with a doctor and the doctor said, hi, I see that there's this problem and I'd like to talk with you about your options. And the doctor gave you the pros and the cons. Would you rather go to see a doctor who just gave you some medicine and gave you, put you put you on your way or the doctor that talked with you and asked you about your input, weighing the pros and cons of each therapy or treatment method. I personally would love to be in a collaborative experience with my physician. I think a lot of other people would agree with me too. I want you to have that same kind of mindset with your clients or your family, or your friends or whoever you feel as if something needs to change. Stop. Worth thinking that the other person doesn't have any solution. More often than not, that other person has lots of ideas, but we just need to set up the environment for them to feel comfortable in sharing it. And I believe that by asking them, hey, what do you think? Or do you think there's another way? Or let me know. And if you, and I just give the like because I, I hear this all the time where the people say, well, They don't say anything and they clam up and they say there's not a problem. And the reason why they're doing that is because they feel uncomfortable. They don't feel safe. They don't, they may not be in the right headspace. And if that moment happens, don't be shocked. Don't be worried. You can literally say, hey, am I not clear? Do you want me to explain more detail about why I believe this is a problem? Literally, put the ownership back on you. You're the one who started the conversation. I want you to be able to open your heart and allow someone to be feeling safe and to feel vulnerable to share these feelings with you because they really do want to share. I hardly believe that someone decides to go and set up a meeting with you only to clam up and not say anything. I don't believe that at all. And I know you know that to be true as well. So if that is the case, I want you to see within your heart, open your heart and say, how can I create a safer space? Do I need to relax my face, little feature, so I don't look, I'm scowling or I'm looking mean. Yes, I know, because I have been accused of that too. Uh, I say that I want to talk, but my body language and my face says something totally different, okay? I don't want you to be in that environment emotionally Where you think to yourself, oh, I can't do this. I can't share. I can't be honest. But in reality, you're feeling afraid about what can happen next or ashamed about maybe you did something that caused part of the problem. I don't know. You you have to be open and willing to be honest with yourself about that. And when you're willing to be vulnerable and share perhaps your own shortcomings, they'll be open and sharing what they might have done to contribute to a problem, if at any, okay? Now, number six, if there's no agreement, again, recap what you heard them say, meaning that if they said, well, I don't believe it's a problem, you can literally say, I understand you don't believe it's a problem, can you please explain a little bit more, or hey, we both agreed this part or is a problem, but another part is not a problem. Again, as for that clarity, as for those conversations where both people feel okay, and they feel that there's an environment for everyone to be heard without being disrespected or ignored or, you know, whatever. Just open that space, that um, emotional space where everyone can share without accusations going anywhere, okay? And But if there is agreement, then make a plan. Make a plan about what needs to, what will happen next. Uh, So other than when we say yeah it's a problem but then we kind of shrug our shoulders and say well there's nothing to be done there absolutely is something to be done even if it's about how we change our attitude or the things that we talk about oftentimes I remember I was thinking about some past relationships I had where the whole relationship was based on negativity the whole relationship and I realized that I needed to step up and be a leader in the sense where I had to own my part. And that included me catching myself in the t- catching my tongue, and not talking about things that were counterproductive to our agenda. If, and if somebody says, Nope, nope, we're not going to talk about it, respecting it and not trying to introduce the conversation of lamenting again in another form. So often, I think, When we get caught up in these negativity spirals, we just stay camped in it. And I don't want that to be for you. I want you to be able to catch yourself when you're feeling as if you're spiraling down negativity alley, okay? And lastly is to close the conversation is to thank them for their honesty and to Thank them for spending the time with you. And to recap what you guys learned, again, it's not enough that you sat down you invested all this time. We need action. We need to make everyone feel safe, loved, and understood. And that we're not giving this time that we spent lip service. We're actually going to plan something to be done. And, that, and if something that something is to say, hey, I don't see a problem or this needs to end, then wish them well. Because we are always in the business of connecting in a way where we honor and we love one another, okay? Let's recap everything that we've talked about. Is Number one is I want to make sure that you are both in a good headspace, you and the other person. Recognize if you're feeling hungry, angry, lonely, or tired as an example. Number two is always start the conversation with what you like about them, Okay. Number three is be specific about your feelings. Were you angry when this situation, when you are frustrated about this, were you upset or annoyed? Again, it's about how you felt. Give labels so people can understand what was really going on. It's just not enough to say this upsets me. This upsets me because and this is how it, it, it is problematic and blah, 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 whatever you need to say. Okay, number four is explain why you need something to change. The focus should always be on you and you alone. When we focus on ourselves, we can get more clarity about our wants and our needs and our desires. Okay, number five is ask for um, in their input to solve the problem resolution. Remember, we are collaborating. And that means we're being creative. And there's no solutions that are off the table. We are going to be able to explore anything and everything because we want to succeed in our interactions. And number six, if there's no agreement, recap what you heard them say. Perhaps they misunderstood you. Perhaps they need you to explain a little bit more of you don't know unless you allow that space, okay? And if yes, come to agreement, come to what you guys are gonna do. Don't just give it lip service that, all oh, is a problem, but oh well, like do something about it. And lastly, number eight is I want you to thank them, thank them for their, for their time and their honesty and their sincerity because I truly believe that they care about you enough to wanna to schedule the time to meet and show up. How many people you know they say they wanna meet with you and they keep rescheduling, rescheduling until you forget about it. So that's it. I'm hoping that this has been helpful. And again, Amazing Attitude can dive in a little bit deeper on these concepts. If you have any questions or want to follow up with me, write me at podcast at denisetlee.com. I love to talk with you. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Take care and be awesome.